episode 14, May 8th, 2019. And uh, we got a great show for you today. Uh, it's a follow-up to a show that we had two weeks ago with Matt Fowler and Jamie uh, was on. Uh, we were talking about you know, how to create, um, you know, the uh, most effective digital inspection. And, you know, we had great engagement, a lot of questions, and we hope to, uh, to, to inspire you again today to, to ask lots of questions. And so please join in the conversation. Uh, you can go right on Facebook and, and ask your questions in the thread, and we'll answer those live on the air. Uh, and then, of course, remember tomorrow we'll be having the follow-up webinar. So think of it as today is concept and ideas and tomorrow in the webinar we'll get into the how to do it the implementation side of it uh, and, and we'll probably have you know a trainer in there um, uh, to, to talk us through how to implement some of the things that Matt talks about today so uh, first of all I want to welcome Matt back and uh, we're really excited to have you back uh, Matt that's pretty hard that was a tongue twister right there um, how you doing good good thanks Tom I appreciate being back and yeah a couple weeks ago I know we got into some good stuff and um, there's a few things we could elaborate on uh, shout out to Jamie I've, I've seen some of the inspections just in the last couple of weeks so it looks like yeah. he's really taken off with some of that and hopefully we can spread that throughout the users and I can share with some things that uh, that we've had success with and hopefully provide some insight yeah, you know, it's funny because we were thinking, hey, we'll have him back in about six weeks and see what his results are, but we won't be having him back next week, you know, who knows, because uh, he took to it like fish to water, and, you know, I mean, it was great, uh, I mean, the, the, you know, the ideas and the, and the, I think the instruction that you gave him was, I mean, it was super clear and easy for him to take and, and implement, and, and we're seeing the results, and I think those Facebook posts that he had put up, so if you guys haven't seen uh, take a look at the post he's putting up on Facebook there, and uh, you can get up to speed on that, and then join in the conversation there as well. So, so Matt, I think we kind of left off. We were talking more about kind of tech process and, and you know, best practices from the tech's perspective, and, and a lot about the service writer's uh, perspective, but, but pick it up from, you know, kind of how do we get that inspection sheet, you know, the kind of the title of the of the of the or the theme of the show is you know inspection uh, great inspections are like great stories right so how do we start to tell that story to the customer sure no problem um also real quick from last week or two weeks ago there were a couple of uh, fresh postings with the the infrastructure of how we use our inspection so if folks want to use that and template a lot of that, please take advantage of that. Um, so I just wanted to connect that real quick. And is that posted up in the library? I, I believe so. Bill had put it out and then, um, and I had actually had a few Facebook messages from folks asking for that. So it's out there. Um, I don't know if we can hyperlink it to this video, but that is out there to use some template, which I think part is what brought Jamie's up so quickly. Awesome. Man. That's awesome for you guys to do that. So, so what you do is just go into your inspection sheet settings, go into the library and search for um, uh, Matt's inspection sheet and add it to your, uh, you know, your library. And then you can uh, edit that and make it as your default. Yep. Uh, and we'll be talking about that tomorrow in the webinar. So we'll kind of go through the steps on how to get that done. Thanks, Matt. That's a great point. Sure. So as far as the great stories, um, we've got a few different roles in, in the process. Um, so I actually brought a few props along to uh, kind of illustrate and articulate. Um, I think that the first person involved is our customer. And so what I've got here 
is uh, our customer usually is kind of disguised. Like you don't really know how they're coming at you, what they're thinking. Uh, they're very unfamiliar with the product. They can very easily get overwhelmed. Sometimes they're anxious, they're nervous, they're vulnerable. So this is just an expression of uh, how your customer may be is they're kind of they're kind of timid and not really sure, trying to not show a poker face and disguise. All right. Awesome. Now, as far as, it, oh, and by the way, uh, if there's any, some of this may, you know, rub you the wrong way, or I just tried to get some illustration, but uh, I appreciate any feedback. You can give me any of uh, that. Just uh, my email is tom at autovitals.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so next up is our writer. And so what I've got here is um, our writer is the professional communicator, okay? So he's, he's, he or she are the person that are um, doing a lot, of, a lot of the moving around, a lot of the shaking, um, you know, taking the information, not necessarily an order taker, but taking the information and then turning it into a beautiful sale. So in that, you've got a lot of expectation that needs to be set both externally to the customer and we touched on that a little bit last week to where uh, our process, the onboarding process of a customer involves showing them ex an example of an inspection, uh, what that's going to look like, how they can navigate it, um, the different categories, how to interface with it, with the videos and the photos and all of that. Um, and then on the backside, the writer is now going to uh, kind of set the table. So in our facility, if the customer has a specific concern, say they're in for an oil change, which we do the inspection on, but if they also are like, yeah, and I kind of have this weird noise in the dash, um, I we front load that on the top of the inspection so that that rises right to the top of it in the report. And how you do that in the, in the editing process is you have the check boxes above the work order and the inspection. And in the work order is where you will edit and kind of tailor that. And you'll check both of those to send it to the customer. And in that process, it will load the customer specific line item to the very top of the report. Um, Cause you're going to be looking for that. So that's one thing that the service writer will do internally. And then also internally, they're going to want to allow enough time for the process. And that's probably the biggest thing I want to touch on is, this respect for time from front of the house, back of the house, and then also of the owner, because the service rider knows the customer's kind of window of time as far as expectation, and they need to kind of backload that so they have enough time to get the inspection, edit it, send it, and then build estimates and sell. So they're a huge project manager of time internally and externally. Um, as far as that internal time, the editing process, you know, they are there to simplify what the technician is putting through, tidy it up as far as um, the editing, the, uh, the jargon, if you will. And then also a big thing for the service writer is to have solutions to the problems. So if you're just sending out a whole bunch of problems, but not showing to the customer, you know, brake pads are thin, nearly metal to metal, and you're just sending that out, that, that's incomplete. You want to say nearly metal to metal, recommend front brake service. And so 
you got to make sure that your inspection has the problem and the solution in it or oil pan leaking need to reseal you know something to kind of help that customer understand not am i just looking at a problem but what is the solution and that's where you can articulate further when you speak to your customer but that's a big thing you want to have solution to the problem yeah no that's a great point matt and you know i really like what you said about you know how important the time management is to the whole process right it's like I mean, when you're saying that, I'm envisioning it like it's a big ballet or it's a dance. You got all these people doing their kind of their different dance steps. And how do you make sure that, you know, they're not running into each other? And and so can you elaborate a little bit? Because, sure, the, the, the service writer understands what amount of time he needs to prepare correctly and and run his full process without shortcuts to get it from, you know, technician submission to the customer's phone how can the technician how does the technician help how do they fit into that time management scenario and how do you get those guys on board to follow those those best practices or that operating procedure so that you're not colliding you know on stage sure uh and to clarify you're asking about the writer not the technician in the time management part is that right uh, the technician how does the technician help support the writer because the writer like i was saying he kind of understands what he needs Okay. So how does he communicate that to the tech? Maybe, you know, hey, is it a, a deadline for uh, inspection uh, submission because customer has some demand, they need it by three o'clock, let's say. So that sure. means I need, you know, working back in that project management um, um, process, that means I need inspection results by here, I need editing done by here. How does the tech uh, support that and how do you set him up for success? Sure, so, so the service writer, um, is going to have to know when to have the inspection to allow the time for editing before it sends out. And then ultimately they'll know project completion. So it, it starts with orienting the tiles properly in the TVP. So the technician knows which job to go to next. And then the tech uh, service writer needs to say need inspection by 10 AM in my process or in our process, we allow an hour before I want to get it to the customer. So, if, if the customer, I set the expectation, you'll see this inspection by 11 a.m., I want the inspection from the technician by 10 to allow an hour of editing, phone calls, putting out fires, whatever it is to get it into the customer world. So the service writer can manage that and clarify, I need this inspection by whatever hour. And then that's how the technician can be set up for success. So then he sure. can manage what he does in his process, the test drive you know, those type of things. So exactly. So. And so, and so, and how are you communicating that? Are you using like a special marker that says, you know, inspection by this time, is it a note? Is it a chat through the, you know, through the um, uh, communication tool? How are you keeping them on, on, on the, uh, on track to hit that uh, time? So uh, our process, again, we're at much more, uh, much smaller uh, output. We've got currently two technicians. So I'm just doing it through the messenger. Uh, you know, the, the show last week from my man Marty talking about uh, the signs and all that kind of stuff and the markers that may be more necessary when you're, you're running more high volume. Uh, in our process, I'm just simply using the, uh, the messenger feature awesome. for the technician. Um, awesome. And then the last thing on the service writer is that there's a big part of, of protecting the sale. And we, we touched on that a little bit two weeks ago. But mm. uh, the process for that is once the customer has the evaluation or the 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 inspection in their world, that timer is is like gold because that's telling me what they're doing, how they're doing it, if it's sitting, you know, and 
if I, if I see it sit for, you know, probably about 15, 20 minutes dormant, then I'm calling them. Even if I'm not fully prepared to make a sale, I don't have all my estimates. I'm not fully ready. I want to make sure that they are doing what the process is to do is to have them look at all this work that we've been doing for the last couple of hours, getting this presentation together. So I'm calling them and say, Hey, I just sent over that evaluation. Wanted to see if you had a chance to look at it. Okay. Why don't you take a peek at it? I need to do a couple of things. I'll call you back here in about 15, 20 minutes. I'm setting 15, 20 minutes. I want you to camp out on that thing and look at all this hard work we've, we've been doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then if that timer rolls and then I see it stop, I usually do a couple little things. And if it's sitting dormant, now I'm calling and I'm actually acting on the sale because I want to protect that. I don't want them lingering off off of the, on the Amazon and the Googles and, and those type of things like we talked about a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And, and also there, you know, I know a lot of shops. Uh, so are you guys working maybe an expectation uh, either at drop off or if you notice that, that the timer's running and they're not engaging in the uh, inspection she get is, hey, call me back with some questions that you might have. Uh, you know, it, it kind of depends on the feel of the customer. I, I sure. at the point sure. of drop off, I say, this is what you can expect. Take mm -hmm. a look at it. You know, and then, and then, yeah, if you want to call and we can chat, I, I prepare them. I say, there's no pricing on that. And our inspection don't have any pricing because that's when that, that next part after they're educated. Now I come in and, and then start layering in the numbers and getting the, getting the money rolling. Oh, that's great. That's a great point. You got to, you got to know your customer, right? Um, so what about the story? How does the customer perceive the story? What happens after they've read it? Um, by and large, I mean, most people are blown away and 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 i say that with the, the overwhelming majority of people are just like wow i had, had no idea and like we showed a couple weeks ago you know we're taking as many we're taking a lot of photos of good reinforcing building the value in the vehicle um so that it's not such an overwhelming deal but a, a lot of that read is at the front end um just to kind of see if they're more of that receptive personality uh, and then I just speak yeah. to that. I say, hey, I know that's a lot of data. Did you get a chance to process all that? I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. Yes, there's some things in that immediate category, but let's talk about that. What do you think? And then I'm really just trying to listen and maneuver within that. Yeah, and so, and I, you know, and that's a great point. And I, I you know, and I see a lot of inspection sheets and, and you know, uh, how do we get that across to to the shops, to other service advisors as they're building that story to prioritize, here's those customer concerns and I'm going to pin those to the top. Here's the, here's the, how I'm going to kind of tell the rest of the story. And it might be, you start out with some good stuff, um, you know, it, and, and, and you kind of ease them in. And like um, Matt was saying is if you can read that customer and set up your inspection sheets uh, to meet their kind of profile, um, you're going to get better results, you know, and it's, it's one of those things where, um, you want to look at the results over time, right? You want to kind of get an honest assessment of it and, and how can I structure this better to get a better, even, even from the conversation perspective, I'm getting better conversations, which leads me to more opportunity. I'm going to continue doing this and kind of scale from that perspective. So I can uh, ultimately get the best results as I'm tracking that through my KPIs. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So that's, that's kind of the writer portion of the story. Um, okay. Let's choose. Next is, uh, <laughs> next is our technician. And so this is like our, uh, this is our field expert, right? Like he's the guy with, 
working the hands out in the field, um, collecting the data. Um, so really what, what is a good, uh, a good part or a good, a good role to play as the technician is, you know, quality, well-lit, uh, well-labeled photo photos. I can't, I can't express how crucial that is because if it's, if you're back and forth with having to bounce back an inspection that you've now, you know, as the service rider been waiting an hour for, and, and you know that window is getting tight to be able to get back to the customer, an underlit photo or an underlabeled, okay, what am, what am I looking at as the service rider that you're trying to point out? Am I the, the leak over here or the, you know, the, the blown boot there? Like, where am I? So, so labeling it well for your uh, front counter um, and, and it's okay to use jargon. That, that's what I tell the technicians is that I, I, as far as the sales folks, they're the, they're the gate before it goes into the customer world. So uh, sure. they can say, you know, need diag or blown out or whatever to let the service rider then, you know, pretty it up and, and say, you know, extremely failed instead of blown out. You know what I mean? So, so you can, you can use some of that as the field expert, as the technician, that's okay. That's, that's, that's not a problem. Um, our technicians have really gotten in the habit of, of the video part of the, uh, of the tool awesome. for the digital inspection from, from leaking struts. Like you can, you yeah. can take a photo. Sometimes the photo will grab the leak, but our technicians, you know, you can see his big old thumb coming up there and wiping off the moisture and then showing it on his glove. Nice it's gold because you, you, you take something like that and you edit it to the customer. And I mean, they're like, wow, I didn't even know there was fluid in there. I, you know, and sometimes that photo can't really grab the depth of what we're trying to express, which, which sets the sale up easier, makes for a, a better story. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah, you are, you are creating a production. You know, if you do it right, um, think about what works. What, what do you respond to through advertising and TV and, you know, things you see online and, um, you know, you can never go wrong with a comparison, right? Especially if you can catch one on the vehicle. Hey, look at this non-leaking strut. Yeah. Look at this nightmare. And then go ahead and show the, the results. Have you ever thought about maybe putting a follow-up video to that of like, you know, it's dripping down and then seals are dying in the Arctic or something like that because of the damage that they're doing to the uh, environment or something. <laughs> I haven't thought of that. Uh, you know, yeah, there you go. Evolution, the, it's a process. That's the next, that's the next chapter of the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Part two. Um, but, you know, what? one thing that I know when I first started with the product, it seemed like your technician, you, you take this and now you have another another uh, thing to do within your job, which is already taxed out. And the more that I, the more that the technicians are giving me with quality photos and good write-ups and videos as the sales counter, we want to honor that. That's a lot of time that that takes that yeah. doesn't really get the yield, the result of hours on paychecks. If it's not accompanied by a well edit and articulate presentation and, I, and that's a two-way street, man. And I can't say that enough that the techs put in a lot of time. The service writers need to put in a lot of time to make this thing presentable and to make it effective. Yeah, teamwork makes the dream work, you know. And so, so how did that process go? Did you find yourself at first? Uh, so I got two questions for you. First one, did you find yourself having to kick back a lot of pictures and say, retake this picture for me? Uh, to kind of get the techs into, you know, what are the best practices from 
like the lighting and the angles and all that good stuff. And then what about the service riders? How did you monitor the service advisors to say, um, guys, you're let, you're kind of accepting images that, you know, maybe you could have got better quality and would tell a better story. Yeah. Yeah. So, so early on, um, yes, there was a lot of bouncing back, like, you know, Mr. Technician, I can't, you know, there's, there's no lighting or, or, or what are we talking about? Or man, that's blurry. Did you take that while you were falling over? You know, like, you know, stuff getting bounced back to just say, Hey, you know, th this is how we're going to be making, this is how we're going to take an ARO and add two, three, $400 to this ARO. And it's gotta be, uh, it's gotta be understandable for the customer. A blurry photo isn't doing anybody any favors. So yes, early on, a significant, a significant amount of bouncing back. As soon as this week, I had to kick a couple back that are like, dude, it's not well lit. I need, I need some more light on that. And okay, you know, bam, bam. Yes, it's cumbersome, but it's, it's gonna, it's gonna turn into what we want it to. Um, as far yeah, as, that, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, I mean, that's the kicker right there is, is, if they see the end goal, right? I mean, hey, it's more money for everybody here. And, um, you know, it's not like I'm asking you to go dig ditches in the middle of summer in Arizona. I'm, I'm asking you to simply take a better picture, get better lighting, you know, maybe see yourself a little bit as a, you know, as a, as a photographer to some extent. But, uh, you know, it's all about the end result, right? It's all about the impact it has on the customer and how easily they can interpret the need. And then after that, it is that, you know, in and out burger hat because you are taking orders. Uh, you, you know, they've got a lot of the understanding out of the way. And it really boils down to, hey, I can't run from this. How long is it going to take? What's it going to cost? You know, all of those closing questions that, you know, help you take those orders. Yeah. Um, and then the second part of your question. So the service writer, um, you know, just just that that metric that, Auto Vitals provides as far as the amount of edited photos that that quickly shows you what is happening. Are we, you know, used to be pencil whipping. Now are we picture whipping and just ah, crap out there great. rather than having it, you know, prettied up or throw an arrow on it or throw a little, uh, a little note that says, you know, brake pads then need replacement. Again, it, it's yes. Digital inspection makes improvement over non-digital inspection but a well done digital inspection is seriously just like the next step because yes, you're getting photos into the customer world, but if you really want to maximize it, if it's edited, if it's clean, if it's simplified, now we're talking some, some pretty good. You know, and it's, and I got to tell you, you know, from the show we did with Tyler Hubbard, one of the first shows we did, I mean, the, the, the kind of the realization, the epiphany that he had was, you know, I'm going to invest a little bit more work here, but it saves me so much more time on the back end because all of that explaining and, and back and forth questions get gets in a lot of can be just completed by one picture if you do it right. Right. And so, you know, from your time management, um, um, uh, you know, comments is to say, really, if you block out a little bit more time for for editing, you look at how much time you gain on the back end for, you know, bringing in the next vehicle or maybe adding one more customer to the day over time. I mean, that's a huge impact uh, to the bottom line. Um, did you kind of, did you guys kind of, I mean, did you figure that out? Did it happen kind of organically when you were talking about preparing, you know, giving yourself enough time at the counter to, to tell the story? 
or did you did you like just see the need for that right from the gate and kind of make that change to block it out um, and, and just like a change to the process? I think for us, it was a matter of uh, maximizing the opportunities that we had. We, we could tell that there was still room to grow from an ARO standpoint with this product. And, and it continues to be the case. We have had consistent car count over the last three years, which is pre mid and current digital inspection where our car count has really not fluctuated, but our ARO just continues to climb. And that's what is allowing those sales and things to, to, to grow. And, and, and that's, so that kind of brings me to the last person of this puzzle, which is the owner. Yeah, so sure. There is uh, hang on, it's coming. Um, okay. So we got our owner now. All right. So we got our, uh, <laughs> he's the our, money man. You know, he's our numbers. <laughs> the banker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you remember? So, uh, okay. So for the owner, um, obviously he's, he's laying down the cash for, for the product, for the, the digital um, uh, product. And then they're also for us, you know, we had to upgrade some equipment as far as, uh, minor type of things like getting lights for the tablets um, up front. I had to get a dual monitor set up with the swingy arm. You know, I, I had to kind of get a little bit more equipment. So I would encourage the owners to be open to that, to allow this product to be successful. And really the next thing is just some patience and not expecting this product to go right into the shop and then boom, it start to yield an ARO because of the things we talked about earlier that take, a technician getting a streamlined process, a service writer using the editor, and that editing tool just continues to get more user-friendly from AutoVitals. And I, I, what it is now is, is substantial, but that kind of stuff takes a level of patience from the owner to allow this system to get integrated, let it get culturized, and allow it to start to climb with that ARO. Um, and so, as the owner, you know, watching the numbers and the metrics, there's a lot of metrics that we're watching as far as effectiveness, growth of ARO to then help moderate some of that marketing. If, 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 if your marketing plan is to just bring in a ton of cars, it, it can really get dangerous and it's going to thin out the value of this, this digital vehicle inspection. Yep. That's really the biggest thing that I would That's say cool. is to be careful with car saturation because it's going to take away from this process. Yeah, you know, and that is, I mean, that is just, I hope people write that down because, I mean, you, I see a lot of the metrics, right? I go through and I'm analyzing these and, and I, I got to tell you, and it's a lot of times, you, I don't know, understand why you don't feel it as much in the shop, but I see consistently car counts down, but weekly revenue AROs up and they're making a lot more money doing less work. And some 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 people understand that and that's actually part of their goal is to get higher quality less volume but other people think oh my gosh i just got to stuff the bays and then like you said you know it starts to fall apart and you know why the, the question is why would you would you do that i understand you know a lot of people hey you you are in a spot where you have to manage you know the the you know, you're the community's needs right and you've got that amount of customers and um, but you've got to look at it from a perspective of instill your process. And, and like what you said, Matt, you couldn't, you know, it couldn't be more, 
you know, need to be repeated is, is that you have to commit. You have to have that patience and commit because it's not a toaster. You're not going to plug it in and make crispy bread. It's going to take some time. But if you start out with the baby steps and then low hanging fruit, and like Matt said, right, when you're tracking that AR over time and you have the buy-in from the team, then, and they're following the right process, then you can analyze and it's just nothing but incremental improvements uh, until you kind of reach your top performance and then just open up more shops. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> then you got um, <laughs> and, and yeah, you know, heavy, heavy car count, you know, marketing uh, has some of those, those quick triggers to be able to bring in car count, whether it's an email blast or a direct mail piece or, or something to where, you know, you know, that's going to create, it's designed to create a reaction. However, that reaction can be so quick and, and overwhelmed that now, oh man, all this effort we've been making to get our technicians bought in, to get our service writer editing, to get oh, yeah. you know, all that yumminess. And then we just blow it out with, with a, a marketing campaign that just floods. Yeah, It's just such a, it's, yes, it's a fine line. I get it, but busy being busy or busy making money. And we yeah. all want to be looking at that idea because if our faces are just melting, we're not going to take the time to throw on a, an arrow or a sweet little uh, nothing for the customer to read about the, the good break pad or whatever. It's just, man, I got to crank on this one because I got three right. more behind it. And that right. just, it's a, it, it takes away from the, the value of this. Yeah, no, that's a great point, man. You got to feather that throttle, you know, and, um, and make sure that because especially in the early stages when you're just getting by and guys are like, hey, this is actually something I'm into and it's improving and then pull. You blow it up by, you know, pulling the trigger a little too fast. Uh, just crack the throttle and ease into it uh, until you get high speed. Um, I mean, this is awesome, Matt. Um, you know, thank you very much again for coming on. Uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, time flies when Matt's on the show. Uh, I loved all the I loved all the guests that you brought with you. That was incredible. Uh, I mean, gosh, I don't know how many guys you got working over there, but uh, for you guys to all be able to attend and, and – and guest spot on the show. That's fantastic. Um, webinar tomorrow where we're going to talk about implementation and kind of how we take a lot of those things like uh, prioritizing customer concerns and things like that and show you how to do it and set it up on the back end and, and how to structure the, uh, the inspection sheet and good stuff like that. Um, again, Matt, thank you very much, buddy. Really appreciate it. You're like the guru. Uh, looking forward to having you back soon. Thank you. It was my pleasure. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks again. And uh, until next week, uh, next Wednesday, same place, same time, uh, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Uh, Eastern. And um, uh, follow up on Facebook, uh, ask questions, get engaged, and we'll be more than happy to, uh, to give you some answers on there. Uh, have a great day. Go make some money. Thank yeah. you.